Welcome to Flame House Chapel International, a thriving multiracial church headquartered in Accra, Ghana and led by Dr. Justice Avevo. Dr. Justice Avevo holds a PhD in physics. He's a seasoned and itinerant firebrand preacher of the gospel, an astute intellectual whose ministry brings revival, healing and liberation to God's people. He presents in-depth spirit-filled sermons on the Holy Spirit, faith, prayer, spiritual warfare, healing, and many more. Get ready, open up your heart, because the Spirit of God is about to give you an encounter of a lifetime. Revival 2022. Revival 2022. Hallelujah. Come with me to the book of Genesis chapter 1, from verse 1 to 4. As we look at some few scriptures. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light that it was good, and God divided the light from darkness. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's do Isaiah 53, verse 2 to 4. Isaiah 53, verse 2 to 4. For he shall grow up from, for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form of comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He's despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Verse 4. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. Let's do the last one. Joel chapter 2 verse 28. Joel 2 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. Thank you father. Our father in heaven. Our hands are lifted. We hallow your name. We declare that God tonight. Thy kingdom come among us. Cause the heavens of our head to open tonight. In the name of Jesus, we ask the Lord, you prove yourself and show yourself mighty and strong in the midst of us. Let them not hear the voice of a man, but let them hear the voice, O God of yours. Cause my thoughts to be your thoughts and let my words be your words. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will touch my tongue with the coal of fire. That I will speak a word in season to him that is wearied. In the mighty name of Jesus. For many have come from many places. We pray the Lord in the name of Jesus. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Let the blind see. Let the limb walk. Let there be signs, wonders in the midst of us. Now we speak to powers. Evil spirits that followed us into this auditorium. To deny us of the blessing. We declare in the name of Jesus that take your hands of God's people. 
you have no power here you have no authority here we pray for those online watching us live we declare in the name of Jesus let the prince of the air break his influence and hold over God's people we declare that the word will penetrate even through the clouds. The word will penetrate even through the walls and reach out to your people. Let there be salvation. Let there be healing. Let there be deliverances. And let there be revival. The Lord will be careful to return all the glory to you. In Jesus' mighty name. If you believe that, put your hands together and give Jesus the praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we have been talking about revival. And the theme for this conference is revival. The tag is revival. And tonight I am going to be speaking on revival. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. The Bible said that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of the Lord hovering over the face of the waters. The Bible said in the verse 1, it says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the Hebrew Bible or in the Hebrew language, when you see the word in the beginning, God, the word God uh, is used in the plural form, which means in the beginning, if you study the Hebrew Bible, it will tell you in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Or it can also say in the beginning, Elohim created the heaven and the earth. Now that word God's use over there is referring to the supreme nature of God. As a matter of fact, it is a language that is being used to refer to how supreme and majestic God is. Even though it uses the word God's. Now another thing about that word God's it could also be the Trinitarian nature of God. I'm talking about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. So it tells you who we are talking about. Uh, the power of such an individual where he stands and where he dwells and, 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 and the kind of power that rests upon him. Then the Bible says that he created the heavens and the earth. Now that word created also means that God formed the heavens and the earth. Then the Bible said in the verse 2, when you look at the next verse, it said, then the earth was without form and void. How is it possible that the God that is supreme and majestic created the heavens and the earth and then suddenly the next thing we see in the second verse is that that God that created the heavens and the earth, suddenly the thing God created has become without any form, number one. Number two, it was void and then number three, darkness was in charge, hovering over the creation of God. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I want to talk to you. Between the verse 1 and the verse 2, there is an error. There is something happening there. How can the God that dwells in unapproachable light create something, then suddenly what he creates become without a form? Uh, how can the God with all power, how can the God with all majesty, in fact, that another rendition of the word Elohim created is, is the intensity, the 
power of a God who has so much grace and unction upon his life. How can he create an earth and suddenly all we see is that what God created is void. It has no form and then darkness was upon the face of the deep. Ladies and gentlemen, between the verse 1 and the verse 2, something tempered with the creation of God. Something tempered with what God created. We can't have a perfect God creating something that is without form and that is void and then darkness will be upon the face of a nor. That is an error. And tonight I came here to pray that by the power of God and the anointing of the Holy Ghost, anything that tempered with your life, anything that tempered with your destiny, God is about to bring correction into your life. If I hear your shout and your hand clap, receive that blessing. Uh, sit down, just sit down for me. Just sit down for me. Sit down, sit down. God is going to help us tonight. God, the Trinitarian God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost created a perfect word and, and something happened. Bible scholars agree that between the verse 1 and the verse 2, there was a gap. And that gap is a very wild gap. Uh, as a matter of fact, there are two prophets in the Bible that prophesied about an earth that existed before the verse 1. In the book of Isaiah chapter 14, for the sake of time, we'll not be able to go there. Uh, you can put it down and read that. And then also in the book of Ezekiel 28, they talked about an earth that existed before that one. Uh, they spoke about Lucifer. They said, oh, Lucifer, son of the monster, for thou hast said in thy heart that I will ascend to the hill of the Lord, and I shall be like the Most High. Now the Lord thy God hath cast thee down to the earth. You were made out of precious stone. Ah, until iniquity was found in your heart. These are the descriptions of Isaiah and Ezekiel showing us that these are biblical evidence that before Genesis chapter 1, something existed before Genesis chapter 1, in between the verse 1 and the verse 2. Now listen to me, if you agree with that, then we can progress from that place. Now if God created in the verse 1 and something tempered with God's creation, the gap that existed, the enemy came in and tempered with what God has done. He tempered with what God has created. He tempered with what God has laid down. He tempered what God has formed. Now when God came on the scene, the first thing God had to do was that God said, let there be light. Can I suggest something to you now? The first person that needed a revival was God himself. Help us Holy Ghost. God was the first person that needed a revival because he created a perfect word. He created a perfect system. Then suddenly when he came on the scene he realized that something tempered with what he created. So God himself was in need of revival. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight but there is someone here. You are asking yourself why are we gathered for revival? Everybody needed a revival because 
because from the beginning God needed a revival and tonight I am praying by the power of God that the spirit of revival will rest on your head and will rest on your life God needed a revival to be able to set a tone for what he was about to do number one the Bible said that what God created was without form in other words the enemy came in and he looked at what God created and he disfigured it without form means that it has been disintegrated it was taken from the focal point it was removed from the pivot in other words it was separated when you look at it you can't see anything good about it ladies and gentlemen there is something we call a car a car has an engine a car has a body a car has a tire all those things put together is called a car but when you remove the tire and you took the engine off and you remove the body it is no longer called a car it is called something else that doesn't have a name can i talk to someone here right now this is the alabaster if you come in here and we take away the puppet and we remove the lightness and we remove every other thing the name will be changed to something we cannot name that is what the enemy did to the creation of god he disintegrated it removed things from it and cast it out it became empty nothing was there and that is what the devil did and god said i need a revival tonight i came to prophesy over your life right now by the power of god and the anointing of the holy ghost wherever the devil has disintegrated your life disintegrated your marriage disintegrated your ministry disintegrated your destiny there are people standing here they can't find themselves they can't find their marriage you are not sure whether in a marriage or not you are not sure whether god has called you or not you are not even sure about your own life because you hold it does not hold you pull it does not pull you press it does not press and you are asking yourself what is wrong with me can i talk to you you are the reason why we are putting this conference together god is about to put together that with the devil has disfigured if i hear your shout and your hand clap receive that blessing sit down sit down i want to preach help me jesus in the beginning the enemy the enemy did three things to the creation of god and i'm going to drive you through in the next 30 minutes are, are you still here number two the bible said that what god created was without form then number two he said it was void now the word void means it was vacant it also means that it was without any legal backing the word void means it was without any it was vacant a void space nothing was there in other words god can i talk to you right now god is a purposeful god when god creates things he feels it and that is why nature itself abhors vacuum. When we leave this room for about two weeks and you come back, you're going to see bears. If you don't see bears, then you're going to see cobwebs because something must always occupy a space. That is why when God created the sea, he filled it with fishes. When he created the heavens, he filled it with birds. When he created the earth, he filled it with plants and animals. When he created
created the earth, he filled with you and I. And he said, let man have dominion over the fishes of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that cripples upon the surface of the earth. God is a purposeful God. God is too busy to create a non-entity. God is too busy to create you without laying anything on the inside of you. It was Jesus who said a man was traveling to a far country and he called unto his own to one he gave five talents another to another one according to their several abilities what it means is that every one of us here we are carrying something on the inside of us what we are carrying is based on the capacity we have built uh, if I'm sharing water here and I say come for water if you bring a cup of water you will live with a cup of water if you bring a jar you will live with a jar if you bring a barrel you're going to go with a barrel it all depends on the ability you have built God is too busy to create a man without laying anything on the inside of that person and therefore that scripture pre-suggests to me that there is nothing called a fall somewhere somehow God filled it but the enemy entered in there and emptied the space he took away everything there there are people sitting here the devil has emptied your ministry he has emptied your marriage he has emptied your life you can't find yourself you don't know where you are standing there is nothing on your hands because the devil has emptied your life but tonight I came with an apostolic mandate I came to prophesy over your life right now by the power of God and the anointing of the Holy Ghost any force of evil that has emptied your life any power of evil that has emptied your destiny any force of darkness that has emptied your ministry right now if I hear your shout I see a restoration coming we declare under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost and we lift up our hands in prayer wherever the devil has emptied our life emptied our career emptied our businesses emptied as we declare in the name of Jesus let there be a restoration whatever the devil took from your life I see God bringing a restoration I see God bringing a revival I see God setting on a new path come on clap your hands right now and give Jesus some praise you are not living here with an empty hands you are living with something in your hands I look at the scriptures uh, the book of Exodus the Bible said concerning Israel when they were living the land of Egypt God said to them I will not allow these people to live empty it means that there is something wrong when your bank account is empty there is something wrong when your life is empty. There is something wrong when your ministry is empty. There must always be something on your hands. Can I talk to someone here? Ladies and gentlemen, when Melchizedek took time from Abraham, he prayed a prayer. He said, blessed be the God of Abraham, the 
possessor of all things. It means that God is a possessor. Now you must understand that lions begat lions and monkeys begat monkeys and dogs begat dogs. If God, if monkey begat monkey, then God also begat God. Know ye not that ye are gods, but ye die like mere men. And so if I am begotten by God and my God is a possessor, then I also must be a possessor. What is keeping you where you are is the spirit of religion because you were told that you came with nothing and you go back with nothing. You were told you were created naked and you go back naked, but you have also forgotten the God that created you. He said, Have dominion, have rulership. He said, Occupy till I come. The devil is a liar. I refuse to go empty. I said, The devil is a liar. I refuse to go empty. Can I preach tonight? help me Holy Ghost there were 12 men that followed Jesus and one time they came to Jesus they said sir we have a question for you please don't get angry with us we have left our fathers we have left our mothers we have left everything that we have and now we are following you in fact I was a tax collector I could take tax and make money I was a fisherman and I was making money from that but it looks like we are following now and we don't know what is our reward what is going to be our reward and he said to them no man that serves God that at least father mother children that will not receive a reward in this world first of all the reward is here and the world to come the devil is a liar all these religious jargons just praise God just serve God don't ask nothing the devil is a liar I need something in my hands I need something on my life I need something on my head and I came to prophesy you will not leave here empty you are living here full you will not leave here empty from your spirit to the physical come on clap your hands right now and give Jesus a praise One of the challenges of the church is that we are told that the devil is under our foot. It is true that the devil is under our foot, but there was a, a Chinese philosopher that made a statement that if you go into battle and you know yourself and you know your enemy, chances are that you win. But if you go into battle and you know yourself, but you don't know the one you are fighting, chances are that you lose the battle. A lot of times we know God, we know Jesus, but we don't know the devil we are fighting. You can't fight what you don't know. Right from the beginning, this guy was able to make forward, empty the things God has created. God is powerful and he has given that power also to the enemy. He has cast him from the throne but he still have that power with him and that is why you must not fool around. You wake up, you don't pray. You wake up, you don't read your Bible. You wake up, you don't set the scriptures to buy into the mind of the spirit and know what God is talking to you about. I refuse to be fooled by the devil. He uses the tool of deception and ignorance to outwit the children of God but thank God we are in the days of Daniel he said in this last this knowledge will increase in other words the knowledge of the Holy Ghost and of the glory of the law shall fill the temple and I see that knowledge filling you I see that knowledge on the inside of you I see that knowledge coming upon you if I hear your shout and your hand clap carry the blessing hey hey 
hey, hey, I prophesy over your finances. I prophesy over your life. You will not be empty. You will not be void. You will not be empty. In the name of Jesus, come on, clap your hands right now and give Jesus praise. There is a generation that is rising. They will step in there and go for what God has made for them. There is a generation that is rising. They will rise up at midnight. They will rise up in the morning. They will rise up at noonday and say, Give me back what you took from me. The devil is a liar. Power of God, the glory of God, the might of God is coming upon you. Reviver 2022, you are receiving some power. Reviver 2022, you are receiving some grace. Reviver 2022, some might is coming upon you. If I hear your shout, carry the blessing. As if that was not enough. He was hovering over the face of the deep. He took charge. He disfigured it, emptied it, and was in charge of it. And took charge. And was hovering over what God has made. God has created. The word darkness there is a potent word for evil and wrong in the Hebrew language. In other words, there is a, a, a personality whose name was not mentioned to us. Who was able to disfigure what God created, then made it void and was now in charge. In other words, wrong was in charge of God's creation. Evil was in charge of God's creation. He said, I've seen an evil under the sun. I've seen princes walking on their barefoot and seven riding on horses. And he said, this is an evil from the ruler. There is a ruler in charge. Jesus said the ruler of this world cometh but he has nothing on the inside of me. Tonight by the power of God. Anything in you that attracts you to the devil. Tonight by the power of the Holy Ghost. We disconnect ourselves from it. We disconnect ourselves from it. Disconnect yourself from it. Disconnect yourself from it. Anything about you that pulls the devil into your life that I see a disconnection tonight by the power of God. Come on, scream! We disconnect. I said we disconnect. I used to drink years back. My friends called me. Can we meet again? I said no, we can't meet. They didn't understood what happened. Because I met some five boys at Kotobabi. And they were talking about Jesus. This is the first time I saw young people talking about Jesus. Uh, my people don't talk about Jesus. They talk about women. They talk about cigarettes. They talk about church. They talk about funny things. 
days. Then I meet these people talking about Jesus. And I ask them, can I join you? They say, you can join us. I joined them and we started praying at the park. Then gradually, I realized that some proclivities that I have and some affinities that were in me and some desires that were on the inside of me, they began to let me. No taste for alcohol. No desire for women. No desire for the things of the world. I feel like locking myself in the room, reading the scriptures and thinking about God. Something just left me. The reason why you are in church and you still have two folders, one for gospel, one for secular, one for hip-hop, is because you have not yet met Jesus. When you leave, when you meet him, everything about the world will leave you. It will disappear from you. The reason why you are still attached to your money, you don't pay your tithe, you don't give an offering, you don't support the work of God, is because you have not yet experienced the glory. When you experience the glory, you lose touch of the world. Tonight in the name of Jesus, I stand here under the authority of Jesus. I speak to your soul. I speak to your body. I speak to your spirit. Any desire in you, disconnect. 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 That is an error for darkness to be in charge. Darkness was in charge of God's creation. That is an error. There are some wrong things that are going on. God is going to watch and God will not take action. God will be waiting for you to take an action. Those of you keep saying, where is our God? And God is also asking, where is the man I created? Ladies and gentlemen, can I submit to you? The Bible said, when God finished his creation, he rested. The reason why God rested not because he was tired. God rested because he has now created something that has the same potency as he has, that has the same power as he has, that has the ability to do what he can do. So now he said, I can go to rest and rest because I'm seeing someone that is looking like me. I've invested my power in him, but some way, somehow that man disappointed God and another man have to be lifted up. Ladies and gentlemen, I promise myself, I promise my generation, you to promise yourself, you will not allow darkness to take charge over your life. You will not allow darkness to take charge over your destiny. You will not allow darkness to take charge over your life. If I hear your shout and your hand clap, carry the blessing. You must be in charge of your mind. You must be in charge of your body. The devil is a liar. You can't tell me to masturbate. I will not do it. I am in charge of myself. You can't ask me to watch sex tapes. I will not do it. I am in charge of myself. You can't ask me to go for someone's wife, someone's husband. I am in charge of myself. You can't ask me to steal. I will not do it. I am in charge of myself. Listen to 
to me the bible said the prodigal son when he went to the well and after all the things he had done he now came to himself it means that at first he was not himself there are people doing things they are not their self wherever yourself has gone to i call you Let me preach to the people here. Wherever your servants go to, I call your soul back. I call yourself back. I call your ability back. I call your potential back. I call you. Are you aware that God can be proud of you because you are in charge? It was Job, uh, the book of Job chapter 1, it was God that was having a communique with Satan. And God asked him, where are you coming from? He said, from to and fro, uh, going about my normal business. And God asked him a very critical question, man of God. God asked the devil, have you considered my servant Job that he hates he hate iniquity and love righteousness? He's an upright man, one who fears God and he shuns evil. God was proud of a man like this. God was proud that this man was in charge. He was blameless. If you check his phone, you will see nothing. If you check his tab, you will see nothing. If you check his WhatsApp, you will see nothing. There are people here right now. We can't take your phone. We can't take your tab. We can't go into your messenger. We can't go into your impulse. We can't go into your DM because there is something there you are trying to hide. But to Tonight I came with fire over your life right now. The fire of God will consume that evil. The power of God will consume that evil. The fire of God will consume that evil. Revival is coming to you. Revival has come to you. Revival has reached you. Alabasta Boss, Alabasta International. Revival 2022. I see some fire. I see some oil. I see some grace. I see some power i see some unction you are coming out of the past you are coming out of the dungeon you are coming out of the grave let me hear your shout hey yeah 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 God will be proud of you. God will be proud of me. God will be proud of your children. No more evil. No more darkness. No more going back. No more. No more. No more. No more. I am revived. 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 I am I feel some fire here. I feel some power here. I feel some oil here. I feel some grace here. In the name of Jesus, a new you is coming. A new you is imagined. A new you is rising. A new you is coming. Come on, scream. I 
refuse to come to church and waste my time and fool myself and fool myself. You may deceive the pastor, but you can't you can deceive God and you can't deceive yourself. Whenever you keep fooling yourself, you are marking time. You are in one class. You are in one space. But listen to me. This is what happened. When God came on the scene, he saw that what he created was without form, man of God. Number two, the Bible said it was void. And number three, the Bible said darkness was hovering upon it. Now, these three things denote chaos and disorder. It denote chaos and disorder in the life of an individual. And God said, I need to set order because before I could set up something. One of the things revival does is that revival brings order. Whenever there is a revival, you see order. Things work the way they ought to work. There are people standing here. You are having chaotic life. You are having a chaotic marriage. You are having a chaotic ministry. There is no order in your life. God does not operate in the midst of disorder. You can't be a pastor and have a wife and a girlfriend at the same time. That is disorder. Don't expect God on the altar. That is not God talking to you. You can't be a pastor and you smoke and you drink. I cannot talk to someone here. The devil is a liar. One of the things this generation will tell you is that everybody is doing it. That is a lie. God still have people who have not bowed their head to power. God still have people who have not bowed their head to evil. I prophesy over your life tonight by the power of God and the anointing of the Holy Ghost receive power to stand out. 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 Come on, scream. God is bringing order into the church. God is bringing order into your life. God is bringing order into your destiny. God is bringing order into your life. Those of you watching on Facebook, I prophesy over you. God is bringing order into your marriage. God is bringing order into your career. God is bringing order into your ministry. If I hear your shout and your hand clap, In the days of revival, what we see is order, is order. Whenever you start reading your Bible, you start praying, you start fasting, everything just align on its course for you. That is revival. That is personal revival. When, whenever you start living clean, you start living pure, your boss says, add one zero. He says, boss, I cannot do this. It is not in me. There are things you must not do so easily because it is not in you. Can I talk to someone here? I am praying tonight by the power of God. Order is coming into your life. Order is coming into your ministry. Order is coming into your destiny. Order is coming into your finances. Come on, scream. The glory. The glory. The glory of the Lord is coming up. The glory, 
when you check how Christ died on the cross, it was a serious business. The cross was not found. What we do today, the cross was not found. The Roman soldiers had what they called the flagellum. It was a belt made up of animal skin, intertwined with the teeth of animals. And when they land it into your flesh, it enters you and pulls the very flesh out. And that was what Jesus received on the cross. It was not a joke. By the time they were through with him, he was disfigured. 40 minus 1. Because the philosophy at the time was that when you take 40, you can convulse. But minus 1, it means that it was, you didn't die as a result of the beating. He was completely disfigured. When you see him, there is nothing about him that you desire. Void. And when that was done, he started shouting, Savior, save yourself. Master, deliver yourself. And he was on the cross. He died a shameful death. For cases he that dies on the cross. And so the devil was also still in charge at the time. Same thing in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and 2. Same thing in Isaiah 53. And then he was in charge and God was silent. And when he flipped through scripture, the Bible said after the third day, God brought him back to life. Now, watch this. I'm going to pray, watch this. When God wanted to set the tone for revival, he set an order. Then he brought in man. Then man fell into disorder. Then now, he brought in another man. The same strategy and status quo the enemy used for the first one was the same thing he used for the second one. But God had an agenda. This man, after three and a half years of his assignment, he exited. And when he exited, he sent a comforter. That is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is Jesus in the spirit form. So he said, it is good that I go, I will send a comforter. So now, Jesus does not live with us physically, but he has become the spirit of God that brood all over. The same way in Genesis chapter 1, when God wanted to set order, what he allowed first was the spirit started hovering. The spirit started hovering. And when the spirit started hovering, God spoke and there was a manifestation. Now, Jesus selected 12 people, imparted himself into them, released that spirit upon them. He does not need to be here again, so we will not experience falling and rising. Now, the power is resident on us to establish and maintain order. Before revival breaks out, the spirit must move. Before the spirit moves, God needs men and women who must stand in the place of prayer. Prayer supplies the Holy Ghost. Prayer supplies the Spirit. Am I talking to somebody here? Prayer supplies. And that is why it is very dangerous for you as a child of God to rise up without praying. In the days of Jesus, when he walked with the apostles, he came back one time praying. He found them sleeping. He asked them, could you not watch with me for one hour? At the time Jesus made that statement, the Holy Ghost was not yet unleashed. Revealed, manifested, revealed on the earth, given to us. But he was expecting them to pray one hour. Now that you have the Holy Ghost, one hour is the least. 
now that you have the Holy Ghost, one hour is the least. I see you stand in the stadium and you watch football match. You don't complain that the time is running so fast. But you come to church when we are praying, you are complaining. Uh, why are we praying so long? You are complaining about everything. Can I talk to someone here? In this revival, the spirit of prayer and supplication is about to fall on someone here. The spirit of prayer is about to fall on someone. And in the name of Jesus, you live here praying. You live here in supplication. You live here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I pray for you tonight, right now. Wherever you are, somebody open your mouth. In one second, pray in tongues. Hey, Salamado. Hey, Lama, 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 Lama. Zandala Bakapa. Rekata Sakato. Hey, Sakata, Tata, Tata, in the name of Jesus listen 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 the kind of revival we need and the kind of prayer we have to pray if it does not exceed what our patriarchs and matriarchs did we will not experience what they experienced Ivan Roberts there was a guy called Ivan Roberts. He was the one responsible for the worst revival. Ivan Roberts prayed three to eight hours every day for five months before revival broke out. Three to eight hours every day before revival broke out. For five months consistently. There was a man called Chasfini. When Chasfini enters a town, People are falling. Systems are shutting down. But people didn't know the secret of Chasfini. Chasfini had a friend called Father Nash who was always under his, po his podium when they are holding crusade. And Father Nash would be on his knees praying for Chasfini. When, Chasf when Father Nash died, Chasfini could not preach for several months because the man that undergathered his prayer for him to be Chasfini was no longer there. There is something that supplies the spirit and that is missing in the church. Today, we have to cajole people. We have to make the thing look like fun before they come in. Look, respectfully, if you call for prayer con uh, church growth conference, you see thousand pastors because all of us want our church to grow. Call for prayer meeting and let's call for revival. You will see the number. The church knows the personality of Jesus, but we don't know the principle of Jesus. There are two different things. Jesus as a person and Jesus as a principle. Mark chapter 1 verse 35. The Bible said long before day, he will go to a solitary place. Where he prayed. That translation says that that was his modus operandi. That is what he practiced all the time. He told the disciples. There can be no revival. If we don't have people praying. There can be no revival. If you don't have people praying. When we preach. Heaven rejoices. But when we pray. Hell trembles. And tonight. The spirit of revival will be stirred up. You live here and be praying. 
I said, you live here and be praying. God wants you to be a praying man and bring order to where you are. God wants you to be a praying person and bring order to where you are. You may be an engineer, but pray. You may be a doctor, but pray. You may be a businessman, but pray. Can I talk to someone here now? Let the spirit of prayer and supplication fall on you. Twenty seventeen, I won an award. I did a work in cervical cancer. I developed a mathematical algorithm for those calculation. Because when you are treating cervical cancer, you have the rectum and the bladder anterior posterior to your region of interest. That is your service. So my work was to find out how we can have a mathematical model that can help us limit radiation dose to the rectum and the bladder. That was my work I did for five years. And after that. They selected 1,000 research scientists in Africa from 30 countries uh, to, to do a presentation on cancer in women and vaccine development. I made an entry, 1,000 of us. They selected 800, I was still there. 300, I was still there. 100, I was still there. 80, and I was still there. So I won the award, and I, I want our part of the people to be recognized to go do your presentation. So I, I flew in there to Mauritius. On, on our way going, we got to somewhere around Madagascar. Uh, it's a scientific... Uh, thing we're going in. I, I, I prayed a little bit, but at that height, I don't know the thing. I just started praying. Atulaba, Apalaba, Akumba, Asanda, Apanda. A woman asked me, hey, Sir, is this your first time traveling? Are you okay? <laughs> I, said, I said, I'm okay. There is nothing wrong with me. Because people always think that so, so, you pray, you must pray for something. No. We don't just pray because we need something. We pray to supply the spirit. Once, once we are praying that prayer, Prophet is on okay shouting tear and your prayer Aduma Akama Aduma Akam Apala Atala Apaya Atala Apaya Atala is pushing the way, is clearing the airways, is paving way. Is I am I talking to someone here? I pray tonight by the power of God. Let the spirit of prayer fall on the church. Let the spirit of prayer come upon you right now. Come on, scream. God is not impressed that you are a scientist. God is not impressed that you are a politician. You can pray. Wherever you are, you can pray. Do you know what? Another time, I was traveling. And about three hours after, I got bored and I started praying. An old man passed me by. Was going to the washroom. He saw me. He said, eh. But another person asked me, what is wrong with you? Two different generations. I see a generation of year rising. I see a generation of year rising. I see a generation of year rising. Your children will pray. Your siblings will pray. Yeah, 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 yeah. The church will be a praying church in the name of Jesus. Come on, scream. Who is God in Genesis 1 needed the spirit to move before he could do something. And when Jesus came, he also needed the spirit to move before his ministry can work. There was a man that preceded him. He was called John the Baptist. Guess what happened? He was not in the city. 
he was in the wilderness. The spirit was upon him. He was in the wilderness and everybody was running to him. When the spirit is upon you, it doesn't matter where you are. Man of God, respectfully, if God is telling you, go to your village and do ministry, go. If God is speaking to you, go to somewhere, go. You are not prophet Dr. Kofi Odro. This is where God has given to him. Many years back, our father, Reverend Isu Anaba, went to his town, his village, stood in there, studying for several years. Now we can see what God is doing with him. It is not people. It is places don't make people. It is people that make places. John the Baptist was not nice looking. You can't even confidently say he's your pastor. Because the guy was not dressed well. He doesn't speak well. When people come to be baptized, you call them brood of vipers. And he was eating wild locals and on. He was, he was a very funny guy. But the spirit that was on him, the spirit of Elijah that was upon him, drew people from north, south, west, and east. Even Jesus have to be drawn there. Even Jesus had to be drawn there. When Jesus was drawn there and he was baptized. I'm about to end so that we pray. When Jesus was drawn there and he was about to be baptized. The Bible said, Luke said that Jesus, whilst he waited, he prayed. And when he prayed and he stepped in the heavens opened. And the voice came from heaven. And guess what happened? After Jesus left there, the Bible said, and the spirit took him into a wilderness where he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. If you check the Hebrew, the Greek Bible, this is how the Greek Bible puts it. The spirit literally leaped, held his neck and pushed him. That is how the Greek Bible puts it. It's a compelling power. It's a compelling force. If the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwelled on the inside of you, then that same spirit will revitalize your mortal body. Tonight I pray and I prophesy over your life right now. Receive a revival. Receive a revitalization of your spirit right now by the power of God. Somebody clap your hands and shout and receive it. So now, the early church discovered this. When they discovered this, they took advantage of it. They were so effective. They made great progress in their spiritual life because they found the secrets. That is what supplies the spirit. Prayer is what supplies the spirit. You can never miss it when you are with the spirit. Even God from the beginning needed the spirit to work. The spirit will always precede a revival. But before there is a revival, there must be prayer to supply the spirit. It is better to pray, to get the people praying, than to get the sermon ready. Because a sermon from your head will fly over the head of your people. But the sermon that is born from the spirit will transform lives and change destiny. I pray tonight in the name of Jesus, by the power of God and the anointing of the Holy Ghost, I see fire resting on your head. I see some fire coming back to the church. Somebody clap your hands right now and shout the yeah. Listen, 
Jonathan Edwards, he preached a sermon titled Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. And that sermon converted thousands of people. History said that when he wrote the sermon on paper, he prayed 17 hours on the sermon. And in those days, they'll, they'll wear these big goggles and they'll stand behind the pulpit like this. They don't shout like we shout. And they'll be reading it. In the beginning, the Lord created the heavens and the earth. Give your life to God. Jesus is calling you. And that's how they were reading. And whilst he was reading the sermon, the spirit of conviction came upon people. People's hearts started burning in them. People's hearts started burning in them. They started weeping. Listen, pastor, Saturday night you are at the stadium. You are at the chow bar. You want a revival. You are taking a walk by the beach. Man of God. Saturday, Friday night. Huh? You are partying. And you expect a revival. It's never going to happen. Unless you push yourself into the hole. And that place when you begin to pray and to push. Because something is speaking to our people. They are contending with the force. And we need a higher force. A higher power. To realign them. Tonight as your hands are lifted. I see an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Wherever you are. Rise up to your feet right now. Lift up your two hands in five minutes. In five minutes. Something is going to happen here right now. In five minutes. There is going to be a breaking of. A, a, a breaking forth. Of the power of God. Lift up your hands and pray now. Lift up your two hands. You are saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, let the spirits of prayer and supplication fall on me. 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 In one minute, pray right now. Lift your voice and pray right now. In one minute, in one minute, pray right now. let a spirit fall on you. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat 
If you don't pray, if you don't have the gift of speaking in tongues, run here quickly, run here quickly. Power will fall on you. Everybody lift up your hands. Say, Father, let the spirit of prayer, of prayer and supplication, and supplication fall on me, 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 right now, 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 lift your hands. Listen, it's an error for you to be running a business. You and someone else in the same thing, the person goes for juju to suppress you. That's an error. If, if you are a praying man, when they go to the juju, they must be able to see that there is light on your head. You should be ashamed. Watch me. You should be ashamed of yourself coming to tell prophet or your pastor that they have done juju against me. How did it work? Where did it pass? Where was the open door? That is an error. Today in the name of Jesus. We overturn the works of darkness. We overturn the works of evil. Everybody say my father, my father. As I pray tonight. Let the spirit of prayer and supplication fall on me. Fall on me. Fall on me. Fall on me. Clap your hands and pray now. Let's go, 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 let's go
In the name of Jesus. Now stretch your hands. Stretch your hands towards these people. All of you, open your eyes and look at me. The power of God is about to fall on you. Okay? The power of God. I'm about to pray for you right now. And you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The power will fall on you. Anything that comes to you, speak it. Don't say it's my mind. Everybody stretch your hands. We are praying in just one minute. In under one minute right now, power will fall upon you. And you start speaking. It's coming upon you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we release your spirit upon your people. Holy Spirit, right now, baptize them. 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 Shatalabahaya. Right now, right now, right now, right now. The power of God is coming on you. Right now. The power of God, right now. Right now, the power of God, right now. Right now, the power of God. Speak it out now. Receive it now. Now, 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 One second. Lift up your hands. Close your eyes. Lift up your hands. God's power is coming on you. Just speak it out. Out of your mouth. Now. Out of your mouth. Now. Now. Out of your mouth. Now. 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 Let it flow. Now. Now. Let it flow. Now. That is it. Let it flow. Now. Let it flow. Let it flow. Hey. Katola mama babahaya. Let it flow. Let it flow now. Let it flow now. Let it flow now. Now open your mouth and speak. Open your mouth and speak now. Open your mouth and speak now. Open your mouth and speak now. Open your mouth right now. Thank you, Jesus. 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 The power is falling on you. Thank you, Jesus. Receive it right now. Thank you, Jesus. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Don't hold back, don't hold back, speak it out. Now, speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out, speak it out. Speak it out now. Speak it out now. Speak it out. Speak it now. Speak it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The fire is coming on you. Hey! Sandalabahosa. Hey, Sakata. Open your mouth and speak. Receive the fire. Right now. Receive the fire. Receive the fire. That is it. That is it. Jesus. 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 
speak it any syllable that is coming to you speak it because there is an empowerment of the Holy Ghost listen I pray for you now in the name of Jesus receive a fresh fire right now by the power of God be baptized right now speak it up
Lift your hands. One more prayer. What God created was without form. It was void and darkness was in charge. In other words, the devil disfigured God's creation. Satan has managed to disfigure your life. Number two, he made it empty. He took everything from it. He has emptied your life and is now in charge of your destiny. Tonight, by the finger of God and your anointing of the Almighty God, right now as we pray, any devil in charge of your life, get out of my house. Get out of my marriage. Get out of my ministry. Get out of my kidneys. Get out of my liver. Get out of my children. Get out of my life. Right now. Somebody say, devil. Get out. 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 Out of the church. Out of my life. Out of my health. Out of my mind. Get out. Get out. Get out. One minute. Clap your hands. We believe you've been blessed by this message. Thank you for listening. For further details, call 020-4038-468-020-4038-468 or 055-8629-673-055-86-29673.